That's so embarrassing. I felt so dumb. Can I just disappear? Embarrassing Stories Podcast with Leslie and Derek. Hey everyone, welcome to the Embarrassing Stories Podcast. I'm Leslie. And I'm Derek. Well, we've made it to our third episode and we're excited to share some more embarrassing stories with you. But first, we just wanted to remind you that if you have any embarrassing stories you'd like to send us, you can do so by visiting our website, embarrassingpodcast.com. You can remain anonymous if you'd like to, and if you'd prefer, you can even send us an MP3 of you telling your own story, and we can play it here on the podcast. The way I look at it is that people can tell their own stories better than I can tell them. So if you'd like, you can tell your own story and shoot it over to us at embarrassingstoriespod at gmail.com. And just a reminder, embarrassing is two R's, two S's, embarrassingstoriespod at gmail.com. Now let's move on to today's stories. Derek, are you ready to start us off? I think so, and we're excited to uh, share these with you. This very first story, it's my own experience. It happened about four years ago, and at the time I was working a swing shift. So as Leslie can attest to, I worked a swing shift for almost 11 years uh, from 5 p.m. to 1.30 in the morning, and it was a really crazy schedule we were on for a while, and we had all of our kids while we were on that schedule It was rough. (laughs) Yeah, just made life kind of crazy. But um, I was working the swing shift, and on this particular day, I was not feeling well. And I don't remember exactly what was going on. I don't know if I just had a really bad headache or felt sick to my stomach. But whatever the cause was, whatever was going on, I did not feel well enough to go to work. So I called my supervisor, and he normally didn't get to work until at the time my shift started, so I knew when I called him that I was getting his voicemail. And I called, and here's kind of how the voicemail went. This is similar to the message that I ended up leaving him. So we'll call him Bob. (laughs) Hey, Bob, this is Derek. Um, I'm not feeling very well today, and so I'm not going to be able to make it into work. I apologize for my absence, but I will see you tomorrow. Talk to you later. Love you. Bye. And it wasn't until I finished leaving that voicemail and hung up the phone that I realized, oh, my gosh, I said, I love you. I said, love ya to my supervisor, who is also a male and about my same age. And I was thinking, oh, my gosh, that's so awkward. And um, it just came as a form of habit because whenever I get off the phone with Leslie or my parents or siblings, any family members, I've always said, love ya, And we always say love you to each other. And so... Um, Just something that kind of slipped my mind there, not thinking I was talking to my supervisor and telling him I love him. (laughs) (laughs) You've never told me that. Never told you that one? No, Uh, I didn't. Yeah, probably because I was a little too embarrassed. I didn't want to tell you that I had told another man I love him, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Another man that wasn't family. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I remember thinking, I'm going to be so embarrassed to see him at work tomorrow And luckily, I didn't see him at work that day. I think I saw him two or three days later. Um, He wasn't somebody we saw on a daily basis. And so the first time I saw him after that, he didn't mention anything about it. I wasn't going to bring it up. I'm sure he understood (laughs) it was just a simple mistake, but certainly embarrassing nonetheless. But hopefully he felt the love that day, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Did he ever bring it up? Uh, No, never brought it up. I would have been teasing you. Yeah. 
Hey, love you, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was something we were both willing to just move past. So. <laughs> Simple mistake, but no, he was a great guy. He was a good supervisor. I did have love for him, but didn't love him like that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's where I'm going to leave that one. That is embarrassing. <laughs> So if any of you can relate to that, if you've done anything like that before, maybe told somebody that you didn't mean to, that you love them or had an awkward phone conversation or left an awkward voicemail, we'd love to hear a story like that. So shoot it over to us and we'll share it on a future episode. So what have you got for us, Les? I have a story from my sister, Becky, and she's writing in about how active she was in her sleep. Oh, Okay. So I'm going to read a little bit of what she says and then add to it from my own memories. She says, by the time I turned 12, I was well known in my family for being an active sleeper. I would sleep talk a lot. And in the morning, I wouldn't remember any of it. That included arguing with my siblings. (laughs) Now, I remember one morning waking up and Becky and I shared a room and our sister was mad at us. And she said that Becky and I were fighting, like screaming at each other back and forth. And Becky... In your sleep? Yeah. Becky and I were like, we were not fighting. We (laughs) slept really good last night. (laughs) Anyways, we were yelling at each other in our sleep. We had no idea. And we had a good relationship, so I don't (laughs) – we must have been having some crazy dreams. It would be interesting to know what you were arguing about because you would have to be thinking about it enough to be able to argue like in your subconscious. But I know. I I don't even know. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So one time she was laying on the bottom bunk. Um, We had a wooden bunk bed. And she was sleeping, and she used her hands and feet to push the top bunk off of the pegs that it, like, kept it stuck on. No way. Yeah, and she was balancing it in the air with her hands and her feet. Holy cow. How old was she? She was just a little kid? Yeah, she, I mean, she was maybe 10, 11, or 12 at the time. Wow. Superhuman strength Becky. Yeah. (laughs) She's having a crazy, like, Tom Cruise-type dream. (laughs) Mission impossible. Yep. Um, And so I remember my parents going in and being like, no, 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 no. Don't wake her. Like, you don't wake somebody up while they're sleepwalking. And they had hurried really fast to talk through how to deal with the situation. And they... They got hold of the top bunk, pulled it off, and put it on the ground so she wouldn't drop it on herself while she slept. Oh, yeah, that's scary. It it was a heavy bunk bed. Do a lot of damage, those big, heavy wooden bunk beds. Yeah, yeah, it was was a heavy one. She also would wake up in random places and not remember getting there. So once I remember her waking up, or like I had found her, over in the laundry room under the dirty laundry. Dirty laundry. <laughs> <laughs> we had a big family and we had a laundry chute. So you just open the thing and shove it in and it falls down to the laundry room. Mm-hmm. And so there would be a pile. Um, and she climbed up in it and was sleeping soundly. That was her uh, 
her safe space, yeah, her she, comfortable place. She didn't remember <laughs> ever going there, which is hilarious, but yeah. she says yuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> the worst of all was one night when she woke up to loud pounding. Uh, she wasn't sure what was going on. As she started to come to, she realized that she was sitting on the toilet with her pants down and bent over asleep with her head on the bathtub because the <laughs> bathtub wasn't too far from the toilet. Um, Jeez. Someone was knocking on the door, pounding on it. She jumped up so fast and pulled her pants up in one fluid motion as she jumped. She then left the bathroom so quick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not a fun way to be woken up with pounding and you're like, you wake up and you look around and you're like, what am I doing? Where am I? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> oh, I'm in the bathroom. I don't have any clothes on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and as she says it, my family didn't let me live that one down for a long time. Yep, I could sleep anywhere, even on the toilet, which <laughs> we haven't let her live it down. And now I'm telling you all about it. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the moral of the story? Having a sleepwalker in the family is not easy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lands you in compromising positions. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you, Becky, for that story. Thanks, Beck. Um, This next story comes from my mom. Hi, Mom. (laughs) Um, So this story happened back in February of 1986. And at the time, I was only three months old. So I was just a little guy. Uh, My older sister would have been uh, just two years old. So on this particular night, my dad had gone out for a walk. Uh, He liked to go on nightly walks. He would leave kind of late. So he left at 930 at night. And so it was my mom, my sister, and I. So an hour after my dad left for his walk at 1030, my mom decided to take the garbage out. It was something my dad normally did, but she wanted to take it out while he was gone so that He didn't have to worry about it when he got back from his walk. So she grabbed the garbage. She walked out the front door to take it out. And as soon as she stepped out the door, she heard it slam shut. (laughs) She looked and realized that my sister, who was two years old, had pushed the door shut as soon as my mom had walked out with the garbage. Well, the door was locked. And so my mom was locked out of the house with my sister and I inside, a two-year-old and a three-month-old. (laughs) that's stressful (laughs) yeah and I can imagine can imagine how panicked my mom was (laughs) at that time toddlers are just so smart (laughs) yeah too smart for their own good sometimes yes get into trouble but my mom said uh, talk about scared she knocked on the door she hollered uh, my sister's name Jacqueline she was saying Jacqueline and my sister was crying and saying mommy not realizing exactly what she had done We lived across the street from a restaurant, and so my mom ran over to the restaurant that luckily was still open, was about to close, and she was able to talk to the manager, who my parents knew really well. My mom was in in just a house dress, um, was embarrassed to run over there, but there was nobody else around to help, and she was in a house dress and slippers. I'm always in pajamas, so... (laughs) Yeah, that's that's kind of the mom and mom I, attire. I don't ever want to answer the door if it if somebody knocks because I'm like I'm not ready. Not ready. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom ran around. She knocked on the back door and told them that she was locked out of her house and that both of her kids were inside. 
She started to cry a little bit. Uh, the girl that she talked to said, they'll be okay. And the manager, um, the manager let my mom use their phone so that she could call the police. He gave my mom his coat so that she could kind of cover up. She was just in a house dress. She went back across the street to our house and she knocked on the window. And Jacqueline was still crying and she was sitting next to me trying to comfort me because I was also crying, not knowing, not knowing what in the world is going on. And through the window, my mom was telling Jacqueline that everything was going to be okay, just doing her best to comfort us. Uh, the manager of the restaurant came over and he said he would look for my dad. So he hopped in his car. So while the manager went to drive and find my dad on his walk, the police showed up about 20 minutes later. My mom said it was really cold outside. Remember, it's February. So in Utah, we still have snow and it's a, it's a really cold month. Freezing temps. Freezing. She's just in slippers, so her feet are cold. Uh, they were ice cold. And the restaurant manager and the police came back to say that they couldn't find my dad. Then another person at the restaurant decided that he was going to go help look, too. What a mess. <laughs> yeah, big disaster. The police wanted to force the storm door open, but my mom could see that my sister and I were just fine inside. Even though we were crying, we weren't in any kind of danger. We were just fine. My mom knew that my dad was going to be home soon because at that point he'd been gone for over an hour. So he was probably uh, just a few minutes away from home. So she waited. And when the police came back, my dad was just coming up the sidewalk. And the police said to my dad, do you live here? And did you know that your wife got locked out of the house? And my dad was totally surprised, uh, thinking <laughs> like, how in the world did that happen? Um <laughs> He said, you are kidding. But luckily with my dad home, my mom was able to get inside without the police having to break a door or a window. So it all worked out. When my mom finally got in the house, uh, she said that I had cried so much that I had finally just fallen asleep Aww. and that Jacqueline was a really good little girl through it all and took good care of me. So thanks, Jacqueline. She's always <laughs> looked out for me and she was taking care of me even when she was two years old. <laughs> and my mom says she was thankful that throughout that whole ordeal that my sister and I were safe and everything was all right. So Yeah, that's traumatizing. Yeah. Good ending <laughs> good ending to the story, but definitely an embarrassing moment. Yeah, for both your mom and your dad, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that story, mom, and thanks for uh taking care of us, making sure we were all good that night. Going for some brownie points. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit of brown nose in there. <laughs> But, Try, trying to be the favorite child? <laughs> oh, I don't have to try hard. I already am. <laughs> it just comes naturally. <laughs> it's natural. Okay. <laughs> so, Les, I'll send it over to you for the last story of this episode. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? I can tell you firsthand that starting a podcast was a great decision but it can feel overwhelming if you don't know how to get started. That's where Buzzsprout comes in. Buzzsprout is the easiest and best way to launch a professional podcast. In fact, it's so good they've already helped over 100,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout will get your podcast into every major podcasting platform, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. You also get a great-looking podcast website, audio players you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and on and on. Plus, Buzzsprout publishes new blog posts, 
podcast episodes, and YouTube videos every week so you can learn the ins and outs of podcasting from the people that know it best. To start your very own podcast and get a $20 Amazon gift card, follow the link in the show notes. This lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you and helps support our show. Buzzsprout, the easiest way to start a podcast. Now, back to more embarrassing stories. All right, so mine is about me. Um, it's always about you. Uh, why Everything's me? always about you. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Derek was actually with me when this happened. So we went to the grocery store, and I remember it was the Saturday before Easter, um, and it was pretty packed. So we were just doing our regular grocery shopping, and we went over to the milk area, and there were people everywhere. And so I pulled my cart off to the side. Both Derek and I had a cart so we could do different shopping. I could do grocery and he could do the other. I get all the healthy food. She gets all the junk food in her cart. <laughs> kind of how that worked, right? No, no, no. <laughs> Easter shopping. Okay. <laughs> so he had our youngest son with him and I had our oldest. And at the time he was four. And I pulled him over just kind of to the side and then hurried over to grab some milk. I grabbed the milk and as I'm putting it in the cart, it was in the evening and they had pulled out the pallets to start stocking shelves. And this store, for whatever reason, (laughs) they stacked their pallets like eight to 10 feet high. Yeah. they So I'm six feet and they were well well above two feet over my head. Yeah, it's roughly 10 feet high. And they usually like saran wrap them, shrink wrap them or whatever. But people were off loading this pallet, um, just starting to. So they had cut that wrap, but I didn't know because it wasn't cut on my side. It was cut on the other side. And I'm putting the milks in my cart, and all of a sudden, I hear kind of a rumbling of boxes, and I see them start falling. I was currently pregnant at the time, um, I think around 17 weeks pregnant, and uh, the first thought I had was, oh no, my four-year-old, he's going to get hit. So, Motherly instincts. Yeah, within a split second, I hurried and I threw myself over my son and put my arms up over his head and was um, just over the top of him with my head and blocking him. And next thing I know, all the boxes are falling on top of me. (laughs) And they weren't light boxes. These boxes must have had like M&Ms and Skittles and whatever by pounds, pounds and pounds, like a 10-pound box went falling on my head. (laughs) Yeah, they were packed. And I remember looking over at pretty much just that moment because I was off to the side and it was like an avalanche of boxes just came falling down. Yeah, I I got pelted with quite a few. My son luckily wasn't hit by any because I took the brunt of it. (laughs) (laughs) And once they kind of stopped falling, I kind of looked around. I was a bit shook and I was hurting right away. Like I took some heavy hits. Um, Yeah. 
And people were like, are you okay? And I was like, yep. But at the time, I really wanted to cry. And whenever anybody asks you if you're okay, it's like, oh, great, here comes the tears. (laughs) And of course, your natural response is going to be, yeah, I'm fine, even if you're not. Yeah, it was way embarrassing. I mean, there were tons of people there in the milk area by the candy, um, which they now moved that area a little bit, but still tons of people right in that spot. And (laughs) I remember Derek was right there. He was about to head off to go do the other part of the shopping, but was there and saw everything. And then... (laughs) I hurried off as fast as I could with my kid and my husband and our other kid. And we went into, I think it was the paper towel aisle. Mm -hmm. Just a couple of aisles over. Yeah. And I just started sobbing, (laughs) like really bad sobbing. Like I hate crying in front of people. Absolutely hate it. So I was able to hold off. Until we got into that aisle. But then all of a sudden people were coming into the aisle. And then they'd give me a really weird look and leave. (laughs) (laughs) And it's kind of like, get out of here. This is my my aisle and I'm having a breakdown. (laughs) Don't watch me in this moment. (laughs) It was so awkward. Oh, it was the worst. And then the store's manager came over. And I was still sobbing on Derek. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And the store's manager came over and was asking me where I got hit and where I could feel it. And, oh, it was a mess. And I was just sobbing the entire time. Um, (laughs) So it was, for me, super embarrassing because I really hate crying in front of people. Mm -hmm. Like, I hate crying in front of my parents. (laughs) Yeah. And so, and my siblings, and if I can't cry really in front of, uh, you know, my parents and my siblings hardly, then I can't cry in front of other people without getting upset. It actually makes me mad Yeah. to cry in front of people. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm kind of the same way. Yeah, it was horribly embarrassing. Oh, it was just awful. Yeah, I remember that experience really well. And I was thinking, like, as horrible as it was that that happened and happened to you, like, how bad would it have been if you hadn't covered our oldest at the time, who was only four years old, if you hadn't covered him and he took the brunt of, you know, some of those boxes, it could have been a really serious deal. Yeah, yeah, he would have definitely had some damage from it. You know, just to kind of finish out what happened, I ended up going to the hospital the next day um, because I was in a lot of pain and I had to have x-rays. So I was pregnant and they had to cover me with all of these different, what are they, like iron shields? I don't know. I don't know. What do they put on you? Like at the dentist's office, they put those. Oh, sh- yeah. Okay. Just kind of that cover. Yeah. So they had to cover me. With a whole ton of those around uh, my midsection to to keep the baby safe while I had to get x-rays. And so, and I, I had suffered some injuries and the store was complete butt about it. Yeah, they weren't. They seemed concerned after it happened when the manager came over and talked to her. But then after that, when we were trying to work with them with insurance and things, it, I mean, we won't get into all the details, but... It wasn't a very pleasant experience. So 
Um, they we they acted a- nicer after they saw the camera footage from inside the store yeah, and realized that they were at fault. Uh huh. Then they acted nice, and I I didn't go after them for anything, but um. I, there, it's still not my favorite store. We try not to go there. Yeah, we avoid it as much as possible. Once in a while, we'll go there, but we try to steer clear of it. <laughs> but anyways, uh, so if you want to embarrass me, make me cry in front of somebody, <laughs> and then you'll see me get angry at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whole wave of emotions there. <laughs> it's denial. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that will do it for this episode of the Embarrassing Stories podcast. We thank you again for joining us. And again, just a reminder, you can send us any of your embarrassing stories that you'd like us to share. Just go over to our website, embarrassingpodcast.com, and you'll see on the homepage where you can submit a story to us. Yeah, we didn't have any anonymous stories today, but you can remain anonymous and we'll tell your story and you can even make up a name. Yeah, absolutely. Share as many details with us as you'd like. If you'd like to share the story in your own words, you can record it for us, send it to us as an MP3, and we can put it in the podcast just as you shared it, and then we can kind of talk about it after that. All right, that does it. Have fun. Be safe. And go create some stories that we can share. Have another great week.